What is up, everyone? Welcome back to the channel. On today's episode, we are going to be getting into some fantasy Premier League with a game week 21 preview. My name is Yuan. Hopefully, you will stick around for the episode where we're going to go over some injury replacements, captaincy, kind of the schedule going forward. So lots to get into on today's episode. Don't forget to like and subscribe to the channel if you have a moment of your time. That would be great. But let's pop into it right here with a game week 20 preview or review over here. 91 points. Captain Mohamed Salah took a uh, four point hit or no, used my two free transfers actually. Got rid of Darwin, got rid of LaSalle, sorted out some problems there. Got Alvarez and Guardiol for my squad. Came out okay. Guardiol with the clean sheet. Sala with a lot of points, a couple of penalties, one that was missed, but it all came through in the end. But yes, as you can see there, lots of flags on the team. I'm sure a lot of you have the same thing going on with your FPL squads. So uh, let's uh, get through that together here. So on to the game week 21 preview, which is a very long game week. There are a few fixtures this weekend, a few fixtures next weekend. Uh, it's kind of with the winter break, a lot of teams kind of getting some, uh, much needed rest after a busy fixture, uh, period in the, in December last year. So Burnley Luton kicks us off on Friday. That's actually been moved forward. That was supposed to be a Monday night game, but because of Luton's third round replay against Bolton, that game got moved forward. So it's an even earlier deadline now. So Friday, 6.15 UK time is going to be when you need to have your lineups locked and loaded for this very long game week. Now we've got Chelsea, Fulham, Newcastle, Man City on Saturday, Everton, Aston Villa, Man United Spurs on Sunday. Then we have to wait a whole other five, six days there uh, to get to uh, Arsenal, Crystal Palace and Brentford, Nottingham Forest on the following Saturday. And then Sheffield United versus West Ham, Bournemouth versus Liverpool on the following Sunday. And Brighton and Wolves wraps up the very long game week uh, with, a Monday night football game kind of convoluted, but it's going to be interesting. There could be injuries that pop up during the game week. It's going to be kind of madness. So going to try and figure out what we're going to do with our transfers here together. Looking at the fixture ticker over the next six games here, the best and the worst teams moving forward, Brighton, Sheffield United, Man United, Aston Villa, and Fulham are the best five teams. The worst teams are Bournemouth, Burnley, Brentford, Chelsea, and Nottingham Forest. Cole Palmer highlighted there after his 18-point haul. Even with a pretty tough next six games, as you can see here, Fulham, Liverpool, Wolves, Crystal Palace, Man City, and Tottenham, Palmer is still a very good FPL pick. In fact, he's a captaincy option for game week 21, in my opinion. Brighton up there at the top, Wolves, Luton, Crystal Palace, Tottenham, Sheffield United, and Everton over their next six. Pascal Gross is in my thoughts as my transfer for game week 21 to get out Sung Young Min or Mohamed Salah potentially. Let's see how it all shakes out when I go over all of that. Here is an excellent chart from at Legomani underscore FPL explaining all the fixtures that are coming up. Over the next kind of month here, the white line is where we are. So that's Thursday, January 11th. No games today. We've had the Carabao Cup first uh, leg of the semifinals. So Chelsea actually lost to Middlesbrough 1-0. They were away from home. They will play the second leg away from home in a couple of weeks. Liverpool came back last night to win 2-1 versus Fulham. Um, according to 
uh, Twitter, Chelsea still has like a 70% chance of progressing to the final. And if they, if Chelsea and Liverpool both progress, they will have a blank in game week 26. So that is definitely something to watch moving forward. If you are going to bring in a Cole Palmer, uh, potentially thinking about holding Mohamed Salah, lots of kind of permutations coming out of that. But hopefully next week during the kind of downtime of game week 21, I will get out a kind of schedule preview video or like a chip strategy preview moving forward. But yeah, this is where we are so far in the kind of January, February window here gets a little bit busy. A lot of teams have a lot of green going on here. Uh, Everton, they play Aston Villa this week, and then they have a third round replay versus crystal palace. So if you have a third round replay, your FPL players are not going to get as much rest as some of the others. But Liverpool here, they played last night, Fulham. They don't play until next Sunday versus Bournemouth, but then it gets kind of busy with another game in the Carabao Cup, Norwich versus Bristol Rovers in the FA Cup, and then Chelsea and Arsenal back-to-back games. So it will be interesting to see how Jurgen Klopp rotates his squad moving forward. Lots of thoughts about Liverpool players moving uh going into game week 21, 22, especially about the Mohamed Salah and the Trent Alexander injury news. Flags. Flags everywhere. Yes, that is what has been happening in FPL during the little bit of downtime we've had here between game week 20 and 21. Mohamed Salah, Sung Young Min, Mohamed Kudus have all gone off to AFCON or the Asia Cup. Huang Hee Chan has gone off to the Asia Cup too. But a lot of other players have picked up injuries. So Trent Alexander-Arnold, he's picked up a knee injury. He's going to be out a few weeks with a hyperextended knee, I believe. But it may not be the time to transfer him out as a few weeks does kind of put him in the realm of possibility to return for game week 22 because that's not until the end of the month. Bowen picked up an ankle injury in the FA Cup. He has a 50% chance of playing game week 21 according to the FPL site. But it sounds like he's going to miss game week 21 at least. Uh, in Cuckoo, 75% chance with a hip injury. Gabriel Jesus, 75% chance with a knee injury. But I think I saw he's going to be out a little bit longer than that as well. So probably game week 22 for him. Lucas Picata, calf injury. He's going to be out at least four weeks. So that kind of puts him in the game week 24 schedule. John Stones picked up that ankle injury a couple of weeks ago against Everton. He's still an unknown return. Erling Holland hasn't made the squad yet since he picked up that injury versus Aston Villa. 50% chance of game week 21. We will see if we get any hints before the deadline from Pep or any training photos. Definitely be on the lookout for those on X or TikTok or wherever you kind of get your FPL news. Kevin De Bruyne, fitness. He's pretty much told us in an interview earlier this week that he's not going to start that Newcastle game. So he's going to be benched for game week 21. Some people have already brought him in which I understand he's kind of a perfect Mohamed Salah placement, uh, Sung Young Min replacement as well. But the limited minutes mean that I will not be going for Kevin De Bruyne this game week, maybe moving forward if we if he can pick up some match fitness. But I don't think I'm ready to go there yet, even with that glorious mane of hair that he has picked up while he's been injured. The Mohamed Salah and Sung Young Min debate has been widely talked about, probably exhausted to death but i just did want to touch on it here with all of these options here are owned in less than 10 percent of fpl teams so they're kind of off the beaten path they're not your anthony gordon bakayo saka martin odegaard kind of guys these guys 
are all on less than 10% of teams. So I've got Diogo Jota, Pascal Gross, Richarlson, Ebreche Essay, and Anthony Ilanga on here. Actually, there's a TikTok video on these guys, so follow me on there at UNFPL. If you kind of want a bigger breakdown, it was kind of a longer TikTok. Um, not sure if that's how you're supposed to do that over there, but I did break them all down there as well. But here's a quick chart. Over the last six, here is their XGIs. Jota has 1.56, Gross 0.67, Richarlson 0.88, Eze 0.35, and Alanga 0.45. Uh, according to Fantasy Football Scout, over the next six, the predicted points, that's how I've ordered them here. So Jota, 26.8, Gross, 25.6, Richarlson, 24.5, Eze, 22.9, and Alanga, 17.1. So it's kind of tough there between Jota and Gross and Richarlson. Those would be my top three. That's how I have them ordered there. The problem with Jota is that he started last night in the Carabao Cup. He played all 90 minutes. Liverpool can rotate up front. Uh, that's one of the places that they do have enough depth to kind of make sure everyone's fresh. Jota's kind of coming off a long injury absence here. Uh, last night was the first night he played 90 minutes. There is a whole week and a half until that Bournemouth game. I think he has the highest upside of any of these five guys. He has the sixth easiest schedule over the next six games. So that's a plus as well. But Mohamed Salah should be back around game week 24 or 25, potentially earlier if Egypt get knocked out of the African Cup of Nations earlier than predicted. Pascal Gross, kind of the steady Eddie choice here, 0.67 XGI over the last six game weeks. He's got the second highest predicted points over the next six game weeks and he has the easiest schedule like i showed you earlier so he's definitely in my thoughts he's about a million cheaper than diego jota as well richarlson i already have in my team but i would certainly get him i wouldn't be scared off by the timo Werner use 6.5 million forward that just came into the game from rb leipzig it potentially brings him off on 70 75 minutes i can see that like he may lose one start over the next five or six game weeks. But I think Richarlson's locked in a striker for Spurs who are still very creative with Dejan Kulisevsky, Brendan Johnson, James Madison is probably going to be back within the next few weeks. So I wouldn't be scared about going to Richarlson despite the Timo Werner news. 0.88 XGI per 90 over the last six. Jota's 1.56 XGI per 90 is a little inflated as he's played about 35 Premier League minutes over the last two game weeks, and he came away with a goal and two assists. So definitely inflated there by a great cameo performances from Jota. Eze, I was actually on the fence about him here as I was going to put in Michael Olise for Crystal Palace instead. He picked up a hamstring injury, 0.35 XGI for Eze, 22.9 points. Seventh easiest schedule over the next six, so not too bad there, but... Without Elise, I feel like Crystal Palace are just not that attacking threat anymore. With Eze and Elise on the field, I was going to go with Elise. He was nice and cheap. Uh, but with one of them missing, it just feels like the Eagles are not going to soar as high as they could. And Anthony Alanga here, he's kind of the super budget option. So if you really need a lot of money, or you need to save a lot of money to kind of get up from your third forward to Erling Holland, wherever he returns... You can do a lot worse than Alanga, 0.45 XGI per 90 over the last six. 17.1 predicted points. Don't love that over the next six as Nine and Forest do have the fifth toughest schedule over the next six game weeks. So my pick right now, 
I think I'm leaning towards Gross. I already have Richarlson. Jota is more expensive than Gross. Gross feels more locked in. Brighton have better fixtures, uh, less likelihood of blanking in the upcoming game weeks as well. So I think that's where I'm leaning. And uh, we'll see where I am end up around the deadline. Uh, maybe we'll get some hints about making sure all the Liverpool players came out of that last game healthy as the Trent news did surprise us going uh, on Tuesday afternoon when that kind of broke ahead of the Carabao Cup. Captaincy debate for game week 21 here. I've put up four guys, uh, Cole Palmer, Julian Alvarez, Ollie Watkins, and Bakayo Saka. Those would be my kind of four choices. With the split game week over two weekends, I would make sure that you have one captaincy option on one weekend and one vice captaincy option on the other. I'm tempted to just get this out of the way, put my captaincy on Cole Palmer, second game of the long game week, kind of make sure that he's healthy, get the press conferences, be all good to go. Uh, he had 18 points against Luton last game week. He looked pretty good against Middlesbrough in the middle of the week, had a lot of chances that he should have converted, just not as sharp as we have kind of come to expect Cole Palmer to be. He's expected to get 5.35 points according to the rotoballer.com rankings. So you should go check those out. XGI per 90 over the last 6.76. Fulham at home, who are the ninth toughest defense for XG, are expected goals conceded over the last six. Julian Alvarez is another option 4.36 predicted points, 0.83 XGI per 90. Newcastle away, who are dead last for expected goals conceded over the last six after they gave up a Record 7.13 XG to Liverpool in that Monday night game a couple of weeks ago at this point, or a week and a half ago. Um, the only problem with Alvarez is he's definitely not nailed to play 90 now. With Kevin De Bruyne on the bench, potentially Erling Holland coming back, it does feel like Alvarez could get yanked around 60, 55, 60, 65 minutes uh, and not really get that much game time against the Newcastle defense that's still pretty good at home. That Liverpool game obviously skews their XGC, it does still count um, regardless, um, but they also gave up three to Nottingham Forest the last time they played at home. So Newcastle, a little bit of a wounded animal here. Hopefully they can keep it together and not completely fall apart against Man City uh, at St. James's Park. Ollie Watkins is another option against Everton, but his XGI per 90 over the last six is all the way down to 0.37. Uh, Bakayo Saka against Crystal Palace is a outside kind of chance, interesting option. 5.62 predicted points, actually the highest predicted points of the game week among any player. 0.71 XGI per 90 over the last six just hasn't really been converting as Arsenal have looked a little flat recently. Crystal Palace at home, 13th in expected goals conceded over the last six. So I think I'd probably rank them Palmer, Saka, Alvarez, Watkins out of these four. Let me know who you are going to captain in game week 21 in the comments below after you have liked and subscribed to the channel. Here are my FPL review options as they uh, kind of recommended what to do with my team. I think it's the first or second time all season that they've recommended for me to take a hit as I have one free transfer this week, but Alexander Arnold to Kyle Walker and Sung Young Min to Pascal Gross. And then the other two options are just don't take a hit, use your one free transfer, Trent to Walker or Sun to Gross. Right now, I am leaning with the Sun to Gross option as it gets me 
I guarantee two points. Uh, I know Trent is injured, but only out a few weeks. Kind of going to hold out hope that he could be back for game week 22. And with Liverpool potentially doubling in game week 25, which I'll talk about in next week's video, uh, we will hopefully get another update about Trent between now and then and kind of see where he is. But he could be the game week 22 transfer out as well. Or, But with people talk about already taking minus fours, minus eights to fix to fix all their flags that they have this game week. I think just using one free transfer, getting four points on the field, we all are kind of moving towards the same team here. Uh, so I think I'm just going to take those four points to the bank, just use one transfer, not take a hit, and just kind of figure it out for game week 22. I'm happy to be aggressive in game week 22 when we get some more information about the schedule, um, who's going to be playing who, FA Cup, all that fun stuff. So that's where I'm leaning right now. Uh, Fantasy Football Hub recommends that I just bank my free transfer for this week. Not going to do that as I have three red flags. I do need to sort that out a little bit. Um, Sun to Gordon. That would have been a good transfer about two weeks ago, but Newcastle just bad vibes all around. So I don't think I will be going there at all. Here is um, what the prediction sites kind of have for me this is my lineup right here so i got Ariola and gold charlie taylor gabriel guardiol and pau Torres at the back with Saka, palmer captain and charleston in the midfield then watkins julian alvarez and dominic Solanke up front trent sala son all red flagged on my bench along with martin dubravka so Ariola, sheffield united on the road that should be Hopefully, the fourth clean sheet in a row for Areola, so that would be great. Uh, Dubravka could get a lot of save points against Man City, but he'd also let in about four goals, four, five, six goals, as we saw against Liverpool. Um, FPL Reviews got me at 52.4 points. Scouts got me at 48.4 points, and Hub has me at 53.2. So lots of interesting options there. Let me know what your Game Week 21 transfer is going to be. Uh, Reach out to me on X at UNFPL, uh, on TikTok at UNFPL as well. I'll be doing some more short form content for the rest of the week over there. Um, game week 21 is going to be a tricky one. There's going to be more surprises, I'm sure. It's kind of going to, I have a feeling it's going to be one of those, it's a good week to have a bad game week kind of thing. Like 50, 60 people will be saying that on Twitter over the weekend. Like, oh, it's a good week, good week to have a bad game week. Uh, I might be one of them, but hopefully we do not have bad game weeks. Hopefully we all get small green arrows, big green arrows. I would not use the wild card. Maybe I should have started with that off the top. I don't think we need to overreact and use the wild card yet. Uh, don't need to free hit or anything like that. Like just stay the course. We're going to find out a lot more info over the next seven to 10 days about the schedule. Who's playing who like Carabao cup should be sorted in a couple of weeks as well. So we're going to, the picture is going to become a lot more clear regarding chip strategy and the schedule moving forward. So take a deep breath. Don't make any rash decisions. I think a minus four is perfectly fine this game week. Uh, I'm hoping to not do it, just depending on what the news is over the next couple of days. I think my transfer will be Sung Kyung Min out for Pascal Gross and kind of just taking those Brighton points with a nailed attacker moving forward. But hopefully everything goes well for you in game week 21. Let me know uh, what your transfer is going to be, who you're going to captain, all that fun stuff. But once again, thanks for listening, and I will talk to you next time.